What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. There's a lot to discuss, but we're going to focus on, not on highlights and stuff, but on transactions and things kind of going on on the periphery of the baseball world because they're important too. Those things are very important as well. I'm going to start by talking about Archie Bradley. So he was involved in that Mariners-Angels brawl that we saw on Sunday, and he apparently fractured his elbow during that, and now he's going to miss two months. He did so falling over the dugout railing as he was trying to join the fight. And so now he's going he's gonna to miss roughly two months. That's a huge blow for the Angels who, I mean, they've already, Major League Baseball has handed out suspensions for this thing. Um, you know, it was it was not good. They really hit. Uh, they really hit the manager hard, Phil Nevin. But twelve suspensions, really. So interim manager Phil Nevin gets ten games. Rendon gets five, even though he's out for the year. So he'll probably serve that next year, I guess. Um, notable names: Raziel Iglesias gets two. Then on the manager side, Jesse Winker seven. J.P. Crawford gets five games. Julio Rodriguez two games. So. I mean, so, oh yeah, Andrew Wance gets three. He's the pitcher who hit Jesse Winker. But Andrew Wance opened the game for the Angels. He threw a pitch behind Julio Rodriguez in the first inning. I mean, that came on the heels of Mike Trout taking an up-and-in pitch the night before near his head, and it resulted in warnings from the umpiring crew that night. And then on Sunday... Wentz nevertheless hit Winker on the f- with the first pitch of the following inning. So, you know, obviously Winker wasn't happy, and then it kicked off the, the brawl and whatnot. So, obviously Major League Baseball concluded that Phil Nevin sent Andrew Wentz out there specifically to throw at Mariners players because he was an opener for the game, and he was out there throwing behind Julio Rodriguez. He hit Jesse Winker and whatnot. So they, they suspended the manager 10 games, which is a lot. That is a lot, um, but the guy who really gets, who bears the brunt of all of this is Archie Bradley. Archie Bradley is out for two months. I mean, that's that's a good chunk of time because he fractured his hand trying to climb the dugout railing. In other news, big news coming out of Los Angeles today is that Freddie Freeman has fired his agents, his representatives who were involved in his off-season contract, contract negotiations that ended up, ended up with him leaving the Atlanta Braves. As we saw with Freeman returning to Atlanta, he was extremely emotional. I've never seen a player this emotional in their return to their former team, but I mean, he, he said it himself. He's in a statement last week was a very emotional time for me and my family. I'm working through some issues with my longtime agents at Excel. My representation remains a fluid situation and I'll update if needed. So the update is that he fired them. He he fired them. That's the truth. It's clear that Freddie Freeman wanted to stay with the Braves. Sources say that he actually indicated to some of his former teammates over this weekend that he's going to change agents because he's so frustrated with how everything concluded in March. So the Braves made a five-year, $135 million offer. 
that was actually still on the table in the first days after the lockout ended. He made the offer just before the lockout. It remained on the table for him, you know, after the lockout ended in March. And Freeman's agent contacted Alex Anthopoulos, the head of baseball operations for the Braves, and presented two proposals on behalf of Freeman significantly higher than what the Braves already had on the table. And then they presented these numbers but only gave Atlanta an hour to respond. So the Braves bumped their offer to 140, but not close to Freeman's agent's proposals. So when that deadline passed, sources say that Freeman's agent and Alex Anthopoulos agreed that there were no offers on the table. And then the Braves decided to quickly pivot and make that blockbuster deal to trade for Oakland A's all-star Matt Olson. And then they signed Olson to an eight-year, $168 million contract, which effectively ended any chance Freddie Freeman would return. So apparently Freeman has actually reached out to some of his former teammates and expressed shock that his negotiations played out the way that they did. I mean, within a week, he found a new team, which was the Dodgers, six years, 162. Although that money contains $57 million in deferred salary. So at the end of the day, Freeman's deal with L.A. could be worth less than the total value of what the Braves offered him, given the fact that there's a lot of deferred money and he has to pay California state taxes. So it's a tough business. It's a really tough business. You can see this. You could see Freddie Freeman wear his heart on his sleeve here. I mean, he could hardly make it through the press conference just completely overwhelmed with emotion and tears and sobbing. So it's it's something that I've never seen before, quite frankly, to this extent. We've seen players you know, catch feelings, but Freddie Freeman obviously wanted to stay in Atlanta and he's fired his old agents. And, you know, it's, it's an awkward situation for the Dodgers because it's now like, does this guy even want to be here? You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. I mean, obviously, Frank Freeman has to be a professional, but I mean, it's it's clear that his heart isn't necessarily in L.A. I mean, he's just, he just, it's like with many professions, people are just taking a job that, I, I almost want to say it pays the bills, but obviously Freeman isn't just trying to pay bills. He's taking care of financially, but they're just taking a job that's a job. You know, it's not something that they're necessary. A lot of people are just not necessarily in something that they're passionate about, but a job is a job. And that's what it seems like is going on with Freddie Freeman in L.A. right now. Very, very, very unusual situation. In other news, there is a trade to announce. The Royals have traded Carlos Santana to the Mariners in exchange for right-handers Wyatt Mills and William Fleming. And that paves the road for the Royals to take an overdue look at their top prospect, Vinny Pasquantino. So they, they've called him up to the big leagues. So with Pasquantino, obviously he's going to, he, he's locked in f- into first base. He's a big guy. He's a sizable dude, lack of speed. He's locked in. He's, he doesn't really have you know, any chance to play third base. He's a first base or DH guy. But every indication so far shows that his bat will play in the major leagues. I mean, the scouting reports indicate that he's improved enough with his glove to be average or slightly better, but... I mean, Pasquantino's never posted an on-base percentage lower than 371 or a slugging percentage lower than 560 at any minor league level. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. And he doesn't strike out a whole lot. So 
Yeah, the organizational hope is that between Pasquantino and also Nick Prado, who's another slugger in the Royal system, he's also a first base only top 100 prospect. The hope in Kansas City is that they'll have their first base in DH slots covered for years to come. So we'll see what Pasquantino has in store. As for the deal going to Seattle, that's Carlos Santana and Cash. You know, they, they, they did that in that trade. And then also Wyatt Mills and William Fleming are also coming back for for uh, Kansas City. Carlos Santana is 36 now. Obviously, he's, uh, not as, he's not in his prime anymore. He just isn't. He just isn't anymore. So he's just going to be a warm body for the Seattle Mariners and get some ABs out there. Bryce Harper has underwent thumb surgery or they're saying he will undergo thumb, uh, thumb surgery. Not sure exactly when he's going to get it, but the Phillies are optimistic he'll be able to return this season, and they're expecting an approximate recovery time of six weeks, which isn't too bad. It really isn't. I mean, that puts us in August if he's only out six weeks. So that's that's pretty good stuff. That's pretty good stuff. So we'll see. Hopefully that's the case for Harper. was on an MVP. He's the reigning M- MVP. He was on an MVP pace again, but he's getting surgery and he's going to have to wait for that to heal. So that's where we stand with things for now. Just those updates for now. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.